<laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of uh, Finding Peaks. Uh, I'm Jason Friesma, host today. Um, joining me, uh, I'm just super grateful, uh, just two of my favorite people, Chris Burns, founder, CEO, C sorry, company founder, cheerleader, cheerleader, um, mountaineer. Yeah. Uh, what, what was an adventurer? Adventure, adventure athlete. Oh. Adventure Cheerleader, athlete. Yeah. adventure. Adventure athlete headed to Ecuador next week to do some adventure athleting. Yeah. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Climbing, getting over 20,000 feet. It's a big go. deal. Up there Mental with the airplanes. And then Madeline Padilla, uh, admissions specialist with Peaks. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Um, <laughs> and today we're actually uh, going to talk about the holidays. Um, yes. They're coming up, or at least kind of the big ones uh, at the end of the year. And... Um, as I was reflecting on kind of entering this holiday season, I, w I have been thinking about how, um, you know, at Peaks, like we really, we used to be a substance use disorder treatment facility only, and we've recently added mental health, and really what we've panned the camera back to is uh, we really are trying to help those who are suffering. Mm -hmm. And um, unfortunately, as beautiful as the holidays can be and, and what they can commemorate, uh, oftentimes, uh, suffering can come along uh, with that. And we were kind of talking before the show that, you know, it doesn't just apply to Thanksgiving or, or kind of the Christmas, uh, December type holidays. It can apply to all the holidays, frankly. But um, so I just kind of wanted to launch into this a little bit. And, and maybe, Madeline, start with you and just kind of ask you, uh, what do the hol holidays conjure up in you and, and how did they affect you? Uh, when you were kind of really in your own journey, mm. in your own process, or maybe at the end of your uh, struggling period too. Hmm. I think that when I was in, in a really bad place, like thinking about like oh, Christmas is coming up, yeah. it was just, oh, this is gonna be the hardest, the hardest day for me to be in the situation I'm in. For whatever reason, it like puts more weight. Like yeah. every day is bad, you yeah. know? But like that right. makes it extra, extra it's bad, you know? Yeah. For whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Like, because people are supposed to be doing stuff. Right. What is it supposed to look like? Like it was not a, a Rockwell painting, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's not what was happening. So I think people put a lot of weight on all holidays mm -hmm. in early recovery too, that also if I'm better, it's going to be a Rockwell painting. Right, right. <laughs> if I'm be better, I'm get, right, yeah. right. I'm gonna have gifts to bring, and I'm gonna <laughs> have perfect family relationships, and this is how this thing is gonna play out. And uh, that still is not happening for me. Mm -hmm. Like four years later, right? We're yeah. still still navigating, still yeah. working on things, and it's great. It's just not how I thought it was supposed to be. That it, that accompanying expectation <laughs> is right. so yeah. intense. Yeah, and I think it's also when our comparison. Mm -hmm is so high as well like our the the part of us that just is comparing our lives to people's facebook or instagram right. lives um and all that does is create shame usually mm -hmm. unfortunately and and amplify it and and i appreciate your point that like um just because like some of the, your circumstances have changed it hasn't necessarily no it's put a still hard yeah yeah, Christmas <laughs> or something. yeah. <laughs> i sign up to work that's oh, what you know like yeah. holidays are they're they're just tough they're really tough and i i've challenged myself this year to get better at them 
Mm. Like there's something to tackle. Right. Yeah. You're going to Ecuador. I'm just trying to survive the, the holidays. holidays. <laughs> like, I'm leaving. Know, I'm, I'm yeah. just tackling this next week, you know? Yeah. I, I was yeah. laughing. I was laughing with a friend. I, I, <laughs> I said, um, this is the, what did I tell her? This is the medication for my um, seasonal depression. I said, this is the medication for my regular depression. And then it hit me. I was like, oh my God, like here we are, you know? Yeah. But um, there's good stuff too. I have mm-hmm. moments too where I'm like, wow, different setting than it was uh, four years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But really heeding that expectation too, because I think for a lot of people that we work with, mm-hmm. and even myself included, I, I mean, I don't know what came over me when I got into recovery, but I thought I'd go home and like, they would cut the ribbon and the Christmas tree would light up and mm-hmm. everybody would cheer. And it was just so disconnected, but I saw it yeah. more clearly. Yes. And so it, what takes hold a lot for me in early recovery, and I think a lot of the clients that we work with is shame. Yeah. Mm. And so shame comes up in the holidays because like, I think we're called to show up in some mm-hmm. sort of way. And we oftentimes when we're struggling, we can't show up for ourselves. And so it's, they're, they're it's like that day on the calendar. We're like, holy crap. Yeah. I got to like get ready mm-hmm. and put myself together and come in this environment and then probably feel a tremendous amount of energy in those family systems. And so I think it's on, it's on both sides. And I was actually called this week. Somebody reached out to me, a young man who came through here who was a chef. Hmm. And uh, we spent a lot of time with him. Love this young man. And anyway, I'm getting coffee with him tomorrow afternoon virtually. Mm. And I went back and looked through the pictures because it was just kind of a week of reflection for me. And um, I remember he prepared a Thanksgiving feast mm. in 2014, the first year Peaks ever came. And I was sitting around this table with these nine young adults at the time. And we all did a little prayer, a little meditation. And I could tell for the first time, maybe in a long time, on this holiday in 2014, and I could show you the picture, we were all connected and rooted in recovery. And it's really, really special. So I think as much as holidays are hard in treatment, I'm really called to a time when it's actually not as hard. Mm. And we have an opportunity to connect and dismiss that shame and actually experience something really, really wholesome, even if we are in inpatient treatment. And I was called to that this week in reflection and talking to this young man who we spent a lot of time with. And um, I think when recovery shows up in holidays, we have the opportunity day to counterbalance and potentially dismiss shame. Mm. I think think you're exactly right. And Chris, it's interesting you say that because I, I remember, um, you know, as we've, as we've grown as a company and like, you know, requiring kind of clinical services seven days a week, when back in the day, that was not the case necessarily because we weren't a residential program. Mm -hmm. Um, Just like watching the clinical team and and all the teams be excited to go work on Christmas or Mm -hmm. excited to go work on Thanksgiving. because I think it doesn't hold all those expectations no. that you were talking about, Madeline. It right. holds this other space of like, we just get to go have a meaningful day with people and, and, mm-hmm. and maybe sit with people and have a holiday experience yeah. that they haven't had before where it isn't tense or it isn't yeah. filled with um, resentments. Or How you're supposed to show up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's exactly right. right. Um, and the other, the other thing uh, that I have been thinking about um, for the last couple weeks that I think ties into the holidays a little bit um, was a, is actually about resentments. Um, obviously, that's a word that kind of gets bantered about uh, in recovery circles. <laughs> um, but I was, I was listening to this um, thing by Brene Brown, and she was talking about, she was interviewing 
uh, like an expert in emotions and just kind of, she kind of just uh, mentioned that, oh, and by the way, resentments, right? That, that comes out of like the anger tree yeah. of emotions. Oh, you, no way. it's very intuitive. <laughs> um, nope. Yeah, no. I disagree. And uh, the guy Wrong. was like, absolutely not. <laughs> Resentments come from envy, yeah. is what oh, he said. Envy. Envy. Okay. And yeah. I've been sitting and reflecting on that for a couple of weeks now, um, and actually sitting with the clinical team and reflecting on it. Like, I can't find a single time that hasn't been true. Mm. That's tough. Now we yeah. just make bad video when right. we sit here and think I'm about things. I'm thinking about it. Like I, right. Holy moly, yeah. this could be right. Oh my yeah. gosh. Because if you wow. think about it, right, like if, you know, like if yeah. holding resentments with your family or whatever, like I've, I've just been challenging people, yeah. okay, where's the envy in there? Right. Like where, where are you envious of? Yeah. Well, and it's in, this is even like um, an image that comes up in film. It comes up the you know, the, the man walks down the, the dark street and he looks to the right in the Christmas tree and the family's around the Christmas tree right and that is what addiction is mm. it's that guy in the street yeah. walking by that window mm. sorry I'm getting yeah. like emotional about that. Yeah. Yeah. but like that's that feeling you are on the outside and you're looking in and you want to be there so badly but you can't right you know and I just think we we need to treat all of our clients like they they are supported and they are in that. <laughs> They're no longer yeah. out on the window. And sometimes you, you find yourself kind of drifting back out there, even though you're, you're in there, because mm -hmm. you feel like you deserve to be out there mm -hmm. or you're worth being mm -hmm. out there on the street. We just got to keep bringing, guiding people yeah. back in. You know, yeah. Yeah. It's warm in here. <laughs> Come back. Yeah, that's so true. And I used to watch, actually, speaking of Christmas, a film that starts mm -hmm. on Christmas is a, is a show with this film with Nicolas Cage called The Family Man. Mm. And it's all about that. Mm -hmm. And I remember watching that being like, like I just want that. Yes. I want to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. and, I'm, and I think when, when now that you've brought up this envy thing, as a kid growing up, when the holidays actually weren't this kumbaya situation, I found myself at dinner tables with friends and um, connections in the community and be like, holy crap, I really envy this. Mm. Yeah. And so then I would judge it and I would get resentful and say, I don't want it yep. um, and things like that. And those are in some really crucially developmental years. And then I get sober at 22. Don't find my mental health, but I get sober at 22. Mm. And I'm like, I hate holidays. I just hate them. You know? And now I'm like, I got my family. We spend time. Mm. I don't envy the holiday experience because I've been able to create one that fits our family like a glove. Mm. And it's really nice. When do you think, what turned that corner for you, Chris? I would say, you know, the last few years, I, I really had to see kind of the underpinnings of my behavior mm. and really begin to explore why I have such hard edges like, I hate things. Like now mm. when I say it, I'm like, I don't hate anything. Yeah. You know, I don't want that. And so I kind of got to do a personal house cleaning with like some hard edges that I had on in my life and some non-negotiables, some never evers, um, never enjoy holidays, never do this, don't celebrate my birthday. Um, we don't have family things. And so I just had to see where that negative energy was rooted. And for me, it's very clear. Uh, 10 years old is when we stopped having these amazing holiday family things. Mm. It's when my grandfather was kind of, I hate this word too, but he was, at the time in 1994, he was a patriarch of our family. Mm -hmm. He meant everything to us. Mm -hmm. And he would celebrate the holidays and they were amazing. And then he got cancer and he died 12 months later and we just didn't do it anymore. 
And the whole family seemed to kind of have this resentment towards the holidays. And so mm. over the last few years, I've been able to go back through um, and really clean up some of that resentment, some of that grief, some of that pain, and some of that shame mm. to allow me to see clearly what I want and what we want, Cassidy and I, collectively within our family system. But it's been, you know, 14 years of recovery and a lot of hurdles, specifically during the holiday season, to try and make sense of this. And I guess the question becomes, how, how do we like recontextualize these symbols mm. that are so emotionally weighted? Mm -hmm. Because they are their symbols, yep. you know, like, so, okay, so Christmas is a symbol of, um, he was the, the center of your solar system, right, mm -hmm. of, your, of your family, and mm -hmm. he, he's gone, like, that's a really dark symbol. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's like, I don't want to go to yeah, Grandma's like, house for Christmas. You don't want to go. Yeah, yeah there is yeah. no happy holiday. And then everything that comes along with that becomes, becomes a smaller symbol and mm -hmm. a symbol of that. Like, yeah. how, how do we help people recontextualize their symbols? Yeah, I think it's, explore, it's worth exploring conversations like this and times like this mm -hmm. and seasons like mm -hmm. this. And I don't think we do it often enough when seasons change and holidays come up and what yeah. that might mean for some people. I mean, in fact, since we've been sitting down having this conversation, like this is a really great topic mm. yeah. um, to really charge into for our mental health yeah. because it has an opportunity to get a little cold, a little gloomy. We're talking yeah. about seasons changing as well, seasonal aspect. It's dark. It's dark. Yeah. It's darker yeah. earlier. Yeah. And now we got these holidays coming in. And so from a mental health perspective, I think we need to be more clear mm -hmm. about what this stuff brings up um, in these seasons. Mm. You know, not just for us, I mean, clearly, um, but for the clients that we have the opportunity to serve. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think, it, 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 to your point, this conversation and, and, you know, as Chris, you were talking, um, like so many people suffer in silence, too. Yeah. So many, mm -hmm. and shame tells you you're the only one, right? Like, mm -hmm. the, shame says you're the worst. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, and I know I've talked about it on here before, but like a lot of people feel they're literally the worst human on the planet. Mm -hmm. Planet of nine billion people, like four billion people think they're the worst one on it, from what I can tell. And like, um, so true. And, and when you feel like you're the worst person on the planet or the, it doesn't even feel worthwhile talking to anybody about what you're struggling with or what you're going through. But mm -hmm. um, as we approach this holiday season, I think conversations are important. Mm -hmm. And if the holidays are special to you and you look forward to them and you have kind of you've mm -hmm. you've done it like you've made what you would like you've um i think it's important to remember that not everybody feels that way and mm -hmm. to like get into conversations with people and like that and be curious about what comes up for them for the holidays it, it is about keeping the, the dialogue open everybody's heard this that's in either mental health or like substance use i don't care what it is can't you have one good day can't you have one just good give me, day? Just give me just one. Give me yeah. one. I need. Yeah. Super Bowl. One good day. Yeah. Just yeah. give me one good day from family, yeah. from friends. What? Like, can you just just pull it together for this one thing? And and so then that creates this idea, right? My my feelings or or me coming as I am is a problem right. <laughs> for other people. And so then that that exists even today. If I say I, I'm not having a good day and it's Christmas. Mm. Can't you give me this one day? So we have to keep the dialogue so open. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. we get to have these, we don't have to, we get to have these conversations mm -hmm. with each other. That's how serious it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I still gotta check that. Yeah, That's so interesting because you bring up, so that's the other good point too. Like not only is our comparison up around the holidays, yeah. 
but also the expectation that we are performative mm -hmm. on the holidays. That's right. Like you guys better just, you're going to wear these clothes that you don't like to wear. You're going right. to sit yeah. in somebody's uncomfortable couch and, or eat food that you don't necessarily want to eat, like perform. Right. right. And, uh, and to your point, and I think that can start from a really young age too. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, and not realizing how shaming it is too to tell somebody like, can you just yeah. pull it together for yeah. a day? And We'd so have we can a be good day if you wouldn't family. be you just for one day. It would be yeah. a good day. Uh, <laughs> like that's not so even a full sad. day. We're talking like hours. Yeah, like hours. hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Could right, you just right. button it up? Yeah. yeah, button it up. Right. Yeah, right. it can be really tough hearing those messages in the holidays. And um, you know, fortunately, when it, it was like our whole family. You know, when we go over to Grandpa's house, our family of origin needed to button it up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and so it was yeah. like, get your crap together yeah. here, guys. Right. Everybody's got to button it up and clean off all our faces. And we'd go over there. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. You know, so I, I lo love this topic because it brings up a greater conversation. And I just love the Brene. That's all I hear the whole time. Like, clear is kind, clear is kind. Mm. And I think this holiday season for me, um, I think we're all in the, in, in the midst of experiencing a tremendous amount of clarity. Mm. And so I want to continue to deliver on that, not only to the people that we love, each other, our families, but to the clients down at Peaks Recovery who are entrusting us in a very fragile season for a lot of yeah. people. Um, and we don't take that trust lightly here. Yeah. Um, it means the world to us. And with just 36 small inpatient beds in the team that we have, we just have an army of loving people um, that want to walk with people mm. throughout these really difficult seasons. Yeah. I'm going to um, commit to that. I'd like to commit. I'm going to commit to not not buttoning up you know that mm -hmm. that's a that's a hard one to commit to mm -hmm. but i think that's where we make the change Be mm -hmm. no one listens to a thing we say right and our clients sure don't i never listen to you guys but i was <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but appreciated it right but they they're watching yeah yeah and they're yeah. listening yeah and i'm watching and i'm listening mm -hmm. right so i don't want to be that person that buttons up this year yeah um, and I actually had a cool experience. Actually, something happened where I, I'm not going to be going on a Christmas trip this year. Mm. I was going to head to Canada. Something else came up. And so I'm not going to be doing that this year. And initially, I was like, I felt the, the depth of some shame because of what happened. But very quickly and very clearly, and now that as I sit here, I can see the opportunity to just spend time presently mm. here in Colorado with my family, with you all, and the Peaks Recovery crew. Yeah. which would be really, really nice. And now that I think about it, I wouldn't want to be leaving anyways. <laughs> <laughs> the other holiday factor that we haven't really mentioned, but I think it's worth mentioning, is that certainly there are holidays that also mean parties. Like mm -hmm. New Year's also is kind of on the back end of yeah. Christmas. And, like, uh, and, and that leads to a little of that fear of missing out for sure. Yeah. Like if I can't be crazy or if I can't do the things and in other holidays I mean we were talking before the show it's not just these holidays no, like holidays. Halloween has this yeah. own ridiculousness and um and fourth of July yeah, yeah. Um, PTSD yeah. you've got Halloween is just oh my gosh I I gotta bring it up here because we were just talking about it yeah. but like you go into a spirit store a Halloween store or whatever and like you just now that I'm in recovery, like you see all these stigmas that are like alive and well, like they've got mental patients It's <laughs> a costume. It's a costume. And that that really tells you where like mental mental health falls in our priorities, yeah, like collectively, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. as a society. Yeah, like that's funny. That's OK. Yeah, right. Just... Exactly. They they don't have a bum costume. They don't have. But yeah, mental health. That's scary. 
that terrifies people. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. yeah. And then, yeah, even Fourth of July. And then, you know, I'll say it, just gun violence in, in this country, right? Like, yeah. I hear fireworks going off and I'm like, yeah. are we good are we here? Good? Like, is something, fine? yeah, and yeah. that's so sad. And I, I just think being aware of people's previous experiences too. Um, we, we need to be aware of what our clients mm. are, are, could potentially be going through all year round. Yeah. Mm. Even birthdays, you know? Mm. That's funny you said that. I'm gonna be the kind of guy that doesn't care. A person that doesn't care about their birthday, um, yeah, that's a shame issue mm -hmm. right there. For sure. Big time. Like, yep. that makes me so sad when people don't. I mm -hmm. used to be like that. Oh, it's just another day. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, man, it's your yeah. 37 this year. Now, now I'm like, it's my birthday. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. a big, it's a big deal. And that, like, um, that's a day to honor yourself, you know? Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. It's not I'd, selfish. It's cool. I do think, too, to, to your guys' point, is like, you know, these party holidays, right? Yeah. And, I, and I got, you know, we got in recovery young, 22 years old, year after I could legally drink. Good thing I've been drinking for 10 years. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> but, but you know, I was really worried as a young adult, like I'm gonna miss out on these opportunities. And I just wanna like tell the viewers that differently than what I was taught, they would say, yeah, Chris, you're gonna miss out on those, you're gonna come to a meeting. Mm. I'm like, okay, okay, cool. It's not so bad, we'll have an AA party, it'll be great. I actually don't think you have to miss out on the party. I think this is a season of life. Mm. And I think this is a reinvestment in our self-worth, yeah. right? And, and, and while we're reinvesting in our self-worth and until we find it, I think it makes sense for a season to pull out of some of that intensity and some of those mm. parties. But you guys, very clearly, I go to the parties. Um, I have a good time. I don't go all the time and I don't stay really late because that's just not what my eco, it doesn't mm -hmm. fit my ecosystem. I have a plan in the morning to yep. go for a run and get some sun on my face. You gotta have it. Yeah. See, and, and, and then you start, you start craving more. You want, mm -hmm. you want more from people. And when someone, if I'm encountering someone that's not emotionally present, maybe they've had one too many, too right. many, you know, I can feel that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is not a good right. combo for me. Yeah. I need more, yeah. I need more out of this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go call, yeah, typically it's someone at Peaks, you know? Mm -hmm. I, it, it just doesn't cut it, mm -hmm. you know? And, yep. it, and, and you kind of feel that hollowness and, and that speaks to everyone stressed out during the holidays because yep. even people maybe without a substance use issue, they're loosening up a little yeah. bit because they're under tremendous stress. Mm -hmm. We're all in this together, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? I, I think that's, that's something to consider. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I expect more than that. See, yeah. I like that reinvestment in my self-worth yeah. that I am deserving of emotional presence all the time yeah and it's beautiful and then that's what you find is like you actually don't and i hate to say this because i don't want to like but the party scene it just the depth and weight there's there's not a lot of connection when we get into recovery we get to have you come into peaks your first week i mean you're having conversations yeah. like you've never had with individuals mm. and to go out into a bar and be like you want to shoot some pool yeah you know it just feels almost nonsensical it does the admission oh god <laughs> yeah. okay the admissions team and angela's been on here tris has been on we're, we're and, and jake's part of this too we're all sitting there and we're like what are some normal questions um to ask on a date like mm. you, you know we're talking about it what could we do and then like immediately it's like what how do you feel about human suffering like what is human suffering oh, shit. <laughs> and, like, and everyone's like whoa 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 wait guys this is not normal we got to tone it down and then i was thinking about that no way i'm not i'm not going to tone that down those are the questions that matter to me yeah. and if they don't matter to someone else 
then that's he's good. Not. That just it's uh, rejection is God's protection. <laughs> we just move <laughs> on, you know. Yeah. Like oh. I don't know. I Those love that first questions. date. If I ever yeah. if I ever have to go back into that, I'll be yeah. like, yeah, first date. Yeah, my do, my party like talk, my chit chat. That's that's what it is. I'm like, how's your shame today? How's <laughs> you know like. That's Get so funny you say that. Madeline, just before we, I came over here to film, <laughs> yeah. I was in supervision with a clinician, and she had this list of yeah. questions about trauma to ask your clients. And one of the questions, like there were a bunch <laughs> of questions I just wanted to ask my friends. Like, <laughs> what, was, what was your biggest strength as a child? Yeah. Oh like, my I'm gosh. Like, That's so good, you I wanna know. Because it opens up all these doors, right? Exactly. And that's what we're always, you know, that's what relationships are. They're just opening doors all the time, walking through them. And then you open another door and you yeah. walk through that door. And like, yeah, those are the questions. Yeah. Give me that list later. I, I will you actually. Email it was that actually to me. Really, I need cool. that. For trauma-based questions, they were really inviting and, yes. and all that. Um, oh, I love that's that. That's awesome, yeah. It's almost like a game you could play. Maybe. Yes, that seems like a good time. Because yeah. again, we're in this sphere. That seems like a good time. Because yeah. we're exactly in the authenticity right. yeah. sphere. Well, it, to bring it back to the holidays and to kind of wrap up this episode, like you can tell this is what we crave. And what, mm -hmm. what I hear you saying too is like you don't like the, any fake aspect of a holiday mm -hmm. is very triggering. And I think that makes mm -hmm. a ton of sense. And I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people don't even realize that. Mm -hmm. They just are like, I don't know why I dread going to grandma's house yeah. for Thanksgiving, but I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and I think you've seemed like you've done your work to say there's pieces of if I enter into a holiday and I can't be me or people yeah. aren't being themselves, it's not for me no. and it's not celebratory. And mm -hmm. I think that makes a ton of sense. Um, I really appreciate you guys joining me. And I, I do want to look at the camera and say, if, if you are suffering in this holiday season, mm -hmm. um, don't suffer in silence and don't suffer alone. Um, if you're telling yourself you're alone and nobody can relate to you and nobody has any idea how uh, you feel, mm -hmm. um, that's a sign that you got to talk to somebody and I guarantee you are not alone. And uh, I, I'm going to finish this with a quote from Brene Brown. The mm. two most powerful words in the English language are often me too. Mm. If you can just find somebody that you can share that, that has walked in similar shoes than you, you don't have to carry your burdens alone. So um, with that, uh, I don't, uh, we will end this holiday episode again. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank um, you. Please uh, follow us on Instagram, Chris. We got I a bunch of likes on something. It looked really nice. Yeah, we have it's some a, good stuff. Yeah. We're really getting our content dialed in on the Insta on the gram. <laughs> uh, the gram. You can follow us on Facebook if you're my age. Facebook, uh, or you can uh, listen to us on on Apple Podcasts, Spotify as well. Um, and uh, and that's it. Have a great one. Yeah.